You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. It takes two vaccines to help protect you this season. One for the flu and another for COVID-19. And according to the CDC, now you can get both shots at the same visit. Talk to your healthcare professional or visit cdc.gov vaccines to learn more. Mobilize, personalize, optimize, and monetize your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. From mobile marketing and messaging to mobile commerce and coupons, and from mobile apps and websites to mobile engagement and loyalty, our hosts bring on expert guests to give you the inside track on the trends, tools, and technologies that matter most. Mobile Presence, where making your brand or business mobile first is our first priority. Now, here are your hosts, Peggy Ann Saltz and Shahab Zagari. Welcome to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. As always, bringing you the people and companies that matter most in mobile. I'm your host, Shahab Zagari with Skywire, a premier business and marketing technology firm that specializes in tools for the hospitality industry. And I'm Peggy Ann Saltz from Mobile Groove, providing strategic content marketing and custom research to increase reach and engagement. And today we have Ted Nash, uh, whose uh, uh, tap deck is actually becoming the talk of the town. Uh, welcome to the show, Ted. Thank you very much. That's very kind of you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yes. so, you know, for, for the listeners that um, really haven't seen too much of the news, uh, give us a high-level view of uh, tap deck. Sure. So tap deck, uh, very simply, it's sort of turned into a community of independent app developers who essentially exchange app installs with each other and also insights from within their applications, basically to collaborate with each other and help each other generate awareness for the products that they've worked so hard to create. 
So I'd like to hear a little bit about yourself, Ted. I mean, um, you know, you've, you've founded, you've brought together TAPDAC, which is really cool. We've talked about it as being sort of cross-promotion on steroids for app developers. So you obviously have your head around what independent app developers want and need here. So where does that come from? Were you, were you once yourself an independent app developer? That's exactly right. Um, I've always been super, super interested in, um, yeah, so I guess mobile since, it, since, I guess, Steve Jobs put live the App Store, and I think it was 2007, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And, um, you know, I read all the classic the stories about, I guess it was the gold rush back in the day. And at that time, I was probably, I guess, 16, 17. So still pretty susceptible to, uh, to opportunity, and I'd try and grab everything that, that came my way, and I, th- and I thought I could generate some value from it. So I, um, you know, I, I did start with building consumer-based applications, so entertainment-based applications, and had some sort of modest success and put one application live actually when I uh, was about 17, back from my bedroom down in southwest UK, and um, became actually the first teenager to have a million downloads in the App Store. Yes. And uh, Yeah, and, and sort of from, from then on, um, that really ignited my passion for technology, and I actually started when I was about 12 years old, and um, I've been building various sort of projects, and the majority of which obviously failed very sadly but um, I learned a huge amount along the way and um, you know when I first started in the app store obviously there was only about 30,000 apps when I guess they first launched and continuously building continuously building and came to the realization that actually there's now you know over 1 million applications in the store and potentially the applications that had generated awareness back in the day um, you know, there were still truly engaging ones, very good applications, much better than the applications I put out. Um, but actually now it's, you know, it's very, very difficult for them to generate awareness. So the idea of TapDAC came from a, a problem, absolutely a problem that, that I came across myself. And it was, it was from that that I started to work with other independent developers. It's a very close-knit community to build something that we could all extrapolate a lot of value from. And um, it's been an incredible journey so far. And we're super, super excited and super bullish about the vision. And, and again, though, that problem that you mentioned is the problem of not being able to get your app into the hands of the people who want it? Yeah, I think what's really interesting is when you take a step back from the sort of app economy and, and look at the, the dynamics of how applications are now distributed, it's all through, let's take iOS as an as a example, probably the most well-known. Um, they have one distribution channel, right, the App Store, mm-hmm. and they are driven entirely by the top charts. And the top charts, yes, there are, you know, I guess some algorithms uh, within that, that that focus in on keywords and engagement, reviews, ratings of various applications. But the reality is the majority um, of the weighting in terms of the app rankings where they appear, you know, one, two, and three, is very much driven by volume. So how many installs the application receives and the way the mobile advertising industry has evolved is now that everything is bought on a CPI basis. And for those that don't know what CPI stands for, um, I'm sure the majority of us do, um, but cost per install. So effectively, I go on to some of these networks, you know, AdMob being a really, really good example of what is a real-time bidding exchange. So essentially, you know, all these app developers go onto these platforms and bid as much as they can to buy as many installs as they can to get to the top of the charts. But the reality is, 
you can only afford to spend um, what you can make. Okay, so the lifetime value of the user, otherwise known as the LTV, is, is a metric which everyone tracks, all the developers track. But of course, what happens is you have a very small portion of app developers or app companies um, making a lot in terms of the lifetime value of their user. And of course, you have basically in, in this scenario to name names, King and Supercell buying up the majority of the inventory because they have the highest LTVU. So what they do is raise the cost per install. They're bidding against each other, raising the price, raising the price, raising the price. And what that means is that normal independent developers you know, from all over the world, they cannot afford to buy any inventory to get the awareness that, that they're looking yeah. for. Yeah, because they're getting squeezed, basically. I mean, exactly. it's just it's just a bidding war, and they can't afford that. So what are you doing? You're sort of um, saying, look, we all have advertising space. You know, we have a place within our app where we can be advertising ads. Let's let's do it. Advertising exactly. apps, rather. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so, so I guess it's, it's important to look at these networks in, in two ways. What, you know, let's take AdMob and Chartboost as an example. They're in, incredibly good networks for app monetization. Okay, because they have the, the highest paying advertisers paying the highest cost per installs. And you know, app publishers of all shapes and sizes can generate a lot of revenue from them. Um, so we, you know, to all of the developers on TabDAG, we say, look, we, obviously we want developers to make more money you know, and generate more value with their applications. So we should still use Chartboost and AdMob and RevMob and all these net ad networks within your application to generate revenue. But in terms of user acquisition, because you're using them to monetize, you sort of cannibalize yourself in, in a strange sort of way. Um, and so what we say is let's try and find some different real estate within your application to put TapDAG. And what that enables you to do is to join the TapDAG platform, find relevant and you know, com compatible applications to yours, and collaborate with each other to exchange installs. Um, so it works very similarly to traditional mobile advertising. But the difference is cost is completely removed from the equation and it's complete the marketplace on TapDAC is is driven completely by relevancy. Um, so then how, how does TapDAC um, make money? And I you know, maybe the users care. I mean that our listeners care or not, but I mean what what's your revenue model if there's yeah. really no cost involved to the developer? Sure. So so you know, at the at the moment we're fortunate enough that we're in a position purely to focus on user acquisition. Um, and what's really quite cool about TapDAC and unique about TapDAC is that a lot of the code that sits within TapDAC has been built by the developers that use it. Hmm. So it's been sort of semi-open source. So the developers that really get value from TapDAC also help contribute to the platform. And what, why, why I bring that up when you ask about monetization is because everything we do at TapDAC is very much driven by the community. So we're very focused and, and we, did, we will never charge a cost per install. I, I suppose you can never say never, but at, at the moment it's the community's intention never to do that because you have the same scenario we've just spoken about. Which so it's, would, it's essentially as developers we're all going to make more money by doing this from app mm -hmm. installs. Yeah, ex exactly. Yeah. So, so they'll install TapDAC. They'll generate users through TapDAC and then monetize them through you know, in-app purchases and using other ad networks as well. But I guess, in, in direct answer to a question, there's been a lot of talk in the TapDAC community from, from the developers that use us around, you know, potentially they could operate a SaaS-based, you know, subscription-based model, um, which crucially is much, much more affordable for the majority of independent developers. 
so it's going to be interesting to see see how that materializes. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, but we do have to go to break uh, very shortly here. But before we do, uh, can you share some stats as far as uh, you know what's been going on so far since you implemented TapDAC? Yeah, absolutely. So we sort of launched TapDAC in terms of the beta uh, probably about six six to eight months ago now. Um, we are now over a thousand developers um, are signed up and, and using TapDAC and contributing, and they equate to about fifteen hundred apps. And on average. Um, applications that use TapDAG for user acquisition are growing about 20% month on month. So the, they are finding you know, other um, very relevant developers and re relevant applications to cross-promote with. Um, and of course, if you send me an install, I send yourself back an install, um, and the compound growth happens month on month. And as I say, the average at the moment is, is really, really encouraging, and there's a lot of interesting data being shared. So we're, we're super excited to see, see where we move forward. Great. Well, uh, listeners, don't go anywhere. We do have to go uh, to a break, uh, but we will be right back with Ted Nash of TapDAC. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. I'm Shahab Zargari. And I'm Peggy Ann Saltz for Mobile Groove. And again, today we have Ted Nash from TapDAC, and we're talking about uh, the types of things that TapDAC can do for developers. And uh, you can, I, can I just interject, though, for a moment, sure, Shahab? Sure, I, sure. I wanted to understand something, because it sounded a little bit like the, the link love model we knew from the, the web, you know? Uh, what goes around comes around. You've got app developers saying, I have a place my app. I'll show an ad for your app, and, we'll, mm -hmm. you know, and all boats will rise. 
Any idea of what an app developer, therefore, can can make on this real estate? Because some people might be listening and saying, yeah, you know, I've got real estate in my ad. Um, I can get uh, installs, 20% increase. Am I seeing any cash? So so that's a really good question and actually one that we're, we're asked a lot, Peggy. And one thing we always say to the developers is, we you should we shouldn't cannibalize, and I say we we as a community and, and you guys as developers shouldn't cannibalize the real estate that you want to use for monetization, uh, but you should look at them very differently. So using real estate for user acquisition versus using real estate for monetization are two very very different things that people need to understand. So when someone brings an application and says, "Look, I'm interested in using Tabdac, um, can you give me some advice?" We'll say, "Right." This is where you should place, you know, AdMob, Chartboost, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and this is where you should put TapDag. So actually, we're not cannibalizing revenue um, for those developers. And and interestingly, because you know we are sending more and more installs, they're actually seeing increased revenues on the existing ad networks that they use as well. So the the TapDag model and the SDK, it's not an us or them. It's not TapDag or AdMob. We work, you know, beautifully well, um, you know, in conjunction with these other ad networks. And I think that's probably one of the reasons why you've had some really strong growth. And when you say in conjunction, that, that's essentially, you know, uh, I open up my app and I'm kind of going through the game or what have you. Um, ad mob ads are running right alongside TapDAC ads or in conjunction so, with? Yeah, so, so when I say con- in conjunction with, I mean that both SDKs might be installed. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that as you're playing an application, you're going to be hit with two sets of ads. Um, there are a number of you know, procedures, and it's totally up to the developer. You know, the developer has full control over where um, the interstitials or advertisements might show. So, for example, if you, did, if you put one on a pause screen and you just wanted to show AdMob, that's totally up to the developers um, in, in terms yeah, of their decision. So, um, yeah, as I say, the, the, the biggest concern for, for app developers um, quite rightly, and for me when I was an independent developer, and obviously still am, was uh, the user experience of the application. And, you know, it's really, really important that you, you pay a lot of attention to that. Um, mm-hmm. Continually iterate and optimize to, to give your users the best experience possible because without them, you don't really have a business. Right, right. And, and I do uh, want to kind of change gears a little bit. So apparently you recently got some seed funding, so definitely yeah. congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, what exactly are you going to do with that funding? And, um, you know, I mean, where, where are you going from here? Sure. So, um, yeah, I guess we, we uh, were incredibly fortunate with the team that we brought on um, with the new funding. So our chairman is now Russell Buckley, who was uh, one of the first, well, the first employee at AdMob. If you've got a passion for pumpkin, you've got to get to Dunkin' and pick these up. Our new pumpkin cream cold brew. Smooth, bold cold brew topped with velvety pumpkin cream cold foam. And our delicious pumpkin spice signature latte. Rich espresso topped with whipped cream, caramel drizzle, and cinnamon sugar. And our perfectly pumpkin donuts, munchkin treats, pumpkin muffins, and more. That's how we pumpkin at Dunkin'. Pick your pumpkin at Dunkin', like our new pumpkin cream cold brew, pumpkin spice signature latte, and our perfectly pumpkin treats. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. So, um, you know, he's incredibly relevant to where we want to get to. And for me, he's been, um, you know, an absolute pillar of, of, of advice. And um, in terms of what we're actually going to do now we've closed the round of funding, um, it's pretty, pretty straightforward. We're really investing, um, investing in our team, our actual, you know, TapDAC team to continue to build out the product in order to, you know, maintain the value 
um, and the growth that we've had to date. So we're literally reinvesting it right back into the product. And so um, now that you'll be seeing exponential growth, should the ad mobs of the world be worried? Well, it's, yeah, it's interesting you, you say that. Um, yes, effectively they should be. I, I am, <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 uh, I'm very, as I say, bullish in the fact that I think mobile advertising is, is actually very detrimental to the app economy at the moment. And there's some pretty scary statistics, um, you know, one of which I think came from Vision Mobile recently, um, who are obviously very, very well known for their app data, which was, yeah, 1.4% of uh, developers make just as much revenue as the other 98.4% um, combined. So wow. that, that's not, you know, Pareto's law, as, as we know, the 80-20 rule. That is just total market failure. And maybe that's because the app store is still very much in its infancy, um, but there needs to be a middle ground and there needs to be much more of a balance and, and that's absolutely our intention and our beliefs. I'm just curious, Ted, because you're saying, you know, there's a, there's a place for both apps, uh, both ads rather, in the mm -hmm. app. Is there something you can tell me about where they're going? I mean, is it something like uh, at uh, certain intervals in the app, there's a good place to ask to try and acquire users as opposed to saying there's a great place in the app to just show advertising? Yeah. Um, so the first thing I'll say there is it, it very much differs on an application by app basis or a game by game basis. And it wouldn't be fair for us to, you know, to say this is where you should be installing the interstitials for any ad network. Um, mm -hmm. It should always be the developer's decision. But usually, you know, it, the more engaged the user is with your application and the more relevant the advertisement or the cross-promotion that you're running, the higher the click-through ratios and the higher the install ratios are going to be. So you're seeing a lot of, um, yes, more developers desperate to try and make some, make some money and turn what is a hobby into a business with apps, in which case you often see them put them on startup, which can get quite frustrating and quite annoying. Mm -hmm. um, but also you see some you know, very, very smart integrations um, much deeper in the application. You know, the, these are people who have been playing an application for, say, 30 minutes at a time. They then might see an ad, um, or it might be you know, the fifth level into a game, or it could be on an about page um, on a utility-based product. So it really, really does vary. Um, and again, it, it's the, the, the nice thing about this is that the power is very much in the developer's hands. It's, it's totally up to them. And, and coming back to the developers, what exactly are they doing? What are you seeing uh, happening? I mean, is, there, is it just kind of a free-for-all, everyone you know, on the lookout for apps that they feel are uh, being used by the same target that would download their app? Or yeah, know, what's going we, on there? Interestingly, we are often approached now by two or more developers. So they come to us, tap deck, and say, look, um, we, yeah, basically we want to cross promote each other. We've identified each other as very relevant to each other um, and could add a lot of value to each, other, each other's applications. And in which case, we, you know, we take them through the integration process and we onboard them onto TapDAC and, and set up cross-promotion, which is, which is very transparent and measurable. And once they're on TapDAC, there are, you know, as I say, we have over now 1,000 developers, so there's a whole host of other developers and applications they can meet, genuinely start talking to. Um, you know, discuss ways to better, you know, be better increase the user engagement within my application or their application, as well as exchange um, installs. So, you know, it, it's, it genuinely is, as I say, I, I say community, and I, I really do believe that whilst we're a platform 
for um, an exchange of inventory at the moment. It's it's amazing to see how developers are starting to communicate with each other and and be more open and, and more collaborative in different ways. Okay, that's great. So we're talking about developers. You know, we always like to give our listeners some advice here. You know, and it seems to me that what this is all about is getting the most exposure for your app. So why don't we switch gears here a bit and talk about, well, exactly that. What are some tips you can provide? We'll start now and we'll continue, of course, after the break. But you know, tips you can provide uh, about how to do exactly that, getting exposure for your app through TapDeck and through other means. Sure. So, so yeah, I guess let, let's put TapDeck to one side and I'll, I'll give some very unbiased advice. Um, <laughs> I think that the first thing I always say to developers and one of the real common problems I see um, which which kills me <laughs> because developers spend so much time and, and energy and passion into, into building something that they really do believe in um, and they expect the world after it's launched but the reality is now with so much competition you, you really you know you can't commit everything to just development you, you have to understand how to promote an application right and what I would say about that is bef- way before you even start to generate exposure, you know, if you're buying cost per install, if you're advertising, if you're paying to advertise or set up cost promotion, it's incredibly important that you're ready um, to understand how your users are using your application. And, and what I mean by that is it's far more effective and valuable to build something that, say, 50 users absolutely love than build something that a 1,000 users like. Because if, it, if you build something that just a, a small subset of people absolutely love, that's scalable. And more importantly, if you can understand the data and look at the analytics into how they're using your application, you can very quickly drill down and understand where the value proposition lies within your application. And, and it's at that point you need to really iterate and understand how you can then engage them in viral loops. So you know, one user is in an application, they see the aha moment and they invite two others. And that's how you see a lot of these consumer-based applications start to have exponential growth. So, um, so tip number one was uh, make sure users love to use it. Yeah, or- absolutely. You, you have to really understand your, your value proposition, your product market fit, before okay. you even start to look at exposure. And the reason I say that um, is because a lot of developers sort of take that for granted and they think they're solving a problem. Um, but the reality is they're not and they need to understand why. Got it. Well, we do have to go to another break, so I hate to do that to you, but we will come back uh, and finish out those uh, last few tips. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Ted Nash. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. 
InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Paywin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And we're back. <laughs> Welcome back to Mobile what? Presence. What was that? That was my chair falling on the... <laughs> yeah, sorry, it's concrete floors in this uh, office and uh, just kind of slid out from under me and... Oh my goodness. <laughs> <clears throat> I was just excited to get back to it. <laughs> exactly. We're so excited. It knocked him off his chair. Absolutely. Okay, we got okay. a break. We've got to be quiet <clears throat> and then do a 10 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and we're back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence presented by Skywire.com. I'm Shahab Zaghari. And I'm Peggy Ann Saltz over at Mobile Groove. And again, we uh, started off uh, the last, or ended the last segment rather, with uh, tips from Ted Nash. Uh, Ted, what's what's tip number two? So my tip number two um, would be again another one that's potentially underrated, um, but it's getting a lot of more hype now. Which would be app store optimization. Um, I think you know not enough people and not enough developers pay enough attention to it. Um, it's it's definitely still a bit of a mystery. You know, Apple and Google aren't very forthcoming with their search algorithms. Um, but actually, I think if developers spend time on, on some great tools like Sensor Tower is a really, really good tool, um, AppAni, another one, and their keyword research tools, that's usually a really good place to start and understand what type of keywords you should be using um, in order to start to, to appear much higher in some of the organic searches. So I think App Store optimization is a really good, um, not necessarily time-intensive place to start actually generating some organic installs. And you can also do it on the cheap, right, Ted? I mean, it's really just sort of figuring out keywords and uh, changing your description. I, I see a lot of people, you know, doing some A-B testing down there, trying different descriptions, even a different type of video. Definitely. No, there's, there's absolutely a lot to it, and I think it's continuously changing as well. Um, you know, I was actually speaking to someone yesterday who works in the app industry saying that apparently now in-app purchase titles um, are considered now in, in keyword rankings as well. So it, con- it, continu- it continuously changes. Um, you know, people obviously always pushing the boundaries, trying to manipulate certain things to get higher ranks. Um, but it, it's an incredibly, if you get it right, it's very, very effective. And tip number three. Yeah, I think t- tip number three is, is probably more of an obvious one. 
um, which would be the visuals. The first thing anyone really sees in the app in you know the app store um, or even on an ad or network. The ad, right? Yeah, or, or the ad is is your visual. So it's the icon is incredibly important, um, and you know the screenshots as well. People see the screenshots far far sooner before they read the description. And actually, a lot of people. I don't know if there's any statistics out there to prove it, um, so this is a bit of an assumption, but I'd imagine far more people just look at the screenshots and, and have a, you know, a, a vague guess on whether that application is something that, that could be of interest to them. So you know, I think icons and screenshots don't necessarily need to be resource-heavy as well. They're not necessarily expensive um, to spend a lot of time on, time on, but again, it's easy to test, um, and if you, if you do change results, you can have some absolutely amazing returns. I'd like to second that, Ted, because I was just doing this on my uh, mobile app minute show, my weekly video show about mobile apps, and it was just something as simple as changing. It was a race car game, uh, race ride from Tango, uh, changing uh, you know the blue car to a red car, and and seeing you know an amazing increase of like twenty nine percent, I believe, daily active users uh, increase in of twenty nine percent. So I'm I'm with you on that one. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does does work very well, and likewise, we've seen some incredible improvements um, when when people invest a bit of time into their into their artwork. So, I definitely recommend that as a tip too. Brilliant. Well, I do want to thank you for coming on the show today, uh, and I definitely want our listeners to remember. Uh, you can check out the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash mobilepresence. And remember that new episodes of Mobile Presence air Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can check out earlier episodes of our show by going to webmasterradio.fm on the website. Uh, you can also find the shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Zune, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. And finally, you can stay connected by downloading the Webmaster Radio mobile app from the iTunes App Store or Google Play. You now know where to find the show. How do they stay in touch with you, Ted? So I'm, I'm very active on Twitter, and they can uh, always drop me a line there. Um, my username is at Nashi, so N-A-S-H-Y. Um, and obviously, feel free to drop me an email, um, which is ted at tapdac.com, which is T-A-P. DAQ.com. And uh, yeah, I'd love, love, to, love to hear from anyone. And TapDeck is it's free to join. You're a developer, come in, you know, hop into the forum and start, right? Absolutely. Totally free to join. And uh, yeah, we welcome any application, any developer, new, old, um, yeah, any, anyone who, who wants to learn a bit more about applications. Great. And Peggy, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, it's all over at mobilegroove.com. You can send me an email at peggy at mobilegroove.com. Follow me on Twitter at Peggy Ann. And uh, also for more about mobile apps specifically, then you can check out my two books on mobile apps, Apponomics, and the Everything Guide to Mobile Apps over on Amazon. Great. And you can get a hold of me on Twitter at Shahab Zargari. That's Z-A-R-G-A-R-I. Don't forget to check out the Skywire website. Check out our portfolio. Uh, again, thanks for joining us for Mobile Presence presented by Skywire.com. And remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm. 
This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now enjoy a large iced coffee for just 2 bucks and a breakfast sandwich to make a meal. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.